got to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up United the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the third hour of the show today. The third hour already. You can get involved by calling 888-775-3773. 888-77-JESSE. J-E-S-S-E, Jesse. My biblical question for this week, the biblical question, there is a secret place inside of you that does not feel pain. It doesn't feel heartaches. It doesn't feel happiness or sadness. It doesn't have an up and down personality. Where is that place? Where is that place? We have every way that you can watch and support the show. List it on com slash show. com slash show. And you can listen to the show anywhere in the world on your iPhone or iPad or any kind of eye something, anywhere in the world by calling the listen line on TalkStream Live at 641-793-1500. That's 641-793-1500. Follow us, hit the like button, ring the bell. JLP Talk on Twitter. JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. It is Thursday. It is Bible Thumper Thursday. Okay, are y'all ready for a little church today? My next guest is a five-year-old preacher who went viral when his mom captured him baptizing his toy in the bathtub. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, whosoever Believe in him, shall not perish, and do shall not die, but have everlasting life. Yes, 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 Just regurgitating Bible verses. You will emerge from that as an atheist. You you need to get your vaccination. I got my booster. I'm, I'm telling you again, as your as your leading pastor, you want to be safe and healthy. You want to get boosted in Jesus' name. It's a disgrace. God is non-binary. God is queer. God is autistic. Let me hear you speak in tongue. I know what it means, but it's just hard to understand. But you got to um, realize that the prophets were out there saying, Thus saith the Lord, and um, they didn't even know who, who it was. They didn't understand what they were saying. Amazing. They have turned Christianity into a, a showcase. A showcase. That's all it is. That's why everybody's so unhappy. The Christians are some of the most unhappy people on this side of heaven because they have turned Christianity into an act. Just like the little bald-haired black boy. It was an act for him. He's seeing what the adults are doing. He does it too. And they call him a preacher. Isn't that something? I want to just give you this truth. U.S. Census Bureau is reporting. Apparently, this is the cold-hearted, hard truth. U.S. Census Bureau reported while 74.3% of all white children below 
the age of 18, live with both parents, only 38%—38.7% of African-American minors can say the same. They, isn't that amazing? 74.3% of all white children live with two parents. Only 38.7% of black children live with two parents. Now can you see why they're so screwed up? During the 1960s to 2016 period, during the 1960s through 2016 period, the percentage of children living with only their mothers nearly tripled from 8 to 23%. That's all children. All races. From 1960 to 2016 period, the percentage of children living with only their mother nearly tripled from 8 to 23%. Isn't that amazing? What a mess. I want to show you that an example, one more example of that funeral that they had for the little black man up in black man up in Memphis yesterday. It was all an act. Nobody on that at that funeral felt anything for that boy. Zero. It was all an act. It was like the little kid preaching. It was just actors on a stage. And they tried to get more money and so called power. This is from local, local Memphis, Memphis. Al Shopter delivered a eulogy for Nicholas, Nicholas. Watch this. Why do we want to see the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act passed? Because then you have to think twice. For you beat Tyree Nichols. You think twice for you shoot at someone unarmed. You think twice for you chokehold Eric Garner. You think twice before you put your knee on Eric Garner's, on, on George Floyd's neck. Because if you don't have qualified immunity, your wife would be telling you before you leave home, behave yourself. Because we could lose the house. We could lose the car. Behave yourself. How are they going to keep crime down in the black community and at the same time not be tough and rough? Well, they do it the same way they do it on the white side of Memphis. And they keep the crime down without being rough and tough. How do you have the same department that can keep crime down on one side of town? Without beating folk to death. Amazing, right? White people are not carrying on the way the blacks are. The white folks are not running from the cops. And you have those dumb black people sitting there praising the Lord. Yeah, praise the Lord. Preach, man. And that, was, that ain't no eulogy. That's all like a political hate speech. That's all like a black Klan's rally. Why does he tell them, well, the reason they're doing it in the white, they're not having the same problem in the white part of Memphis, is because the white people are not acting like the blacks with the cops. They're not telling you because they don't, first of all, they don't care about the dead. They don't care about the dead. What the, this is time for more political speech in order to divide. And the dumb people sitting in church praising the Lord. Yes, praise the Lord. Yeah. Believe it. Black excellence. Black excellence. And they're blaming the whites for everything. And I told you that black people, not all but most, believe in their hearts that white people are superior to them. They are always attacking and blaming the whites for their failure because white people are so superior. White people can make them do things without even trying. 
That's how superior white people are to the blacks. That's why the blacks keep reminding you of white supremacy. They're naming it and claiming it because that's what they believe. And remember I told you that South Africa is in my country now? It's here. In my country, there's an open race hatred toward white people. It's open now. It just, they just say it. Because they're jealous and they're envious of the whites. And when people are jealous and envious, they become revengeful. And whatever it takes, they'll do it. Here's an example from South Africa. A more open hate of white is normalized in mainstream media. This is from this is a compilation of that. Watch this. This is in South Mommy Africa. Watch this. You see American white people are, are going crazy. They're going, they're resorting to violence. This is literally what conservative white folks do when they don't get their way. They turn violent. I don't think it's our responsibility to be tasked with destroying and dismantling the uh, racial oppression that's against us. That's just saying we're more at fault than the white people who constructed this system and the white people who continue to practice institutional racism. This country was built on the idea uh, that white men had a, a, a particular kind of freedom and a particular kind of citizenship that only they have. That gives, you know, from the slave catchers on the right to inflict violence um, in the name of protecting property. Look at Satan's shoe. Doesn't it look like South Africa? That is South Africa in America. I rest my case. Can white people sit around on TV and have an open conversation about how bad the blacks are? Lying about it at that. And black folks, they're not going to tell you the truth. Just as the devil won't tell you the truth inside of you, inside of your thoughts, they're not going to tell you the truth inside of others, inside of their thoughts. They're of the lie. This is why you got to pull away from it and think for yourself, become your own man, your own woman. One more quick example. This is from NBC. Talking about telling the blacks the truth. It ain't going to happen. There's no love for the blacks. The blacks don't love themselves. They have no love. And other people don't love them enough to be honest with them in hope that they may return to the Father. This is from NBC. Rupert Gober asked, ask if white people need to get beat. Oh, Rupert, Go- Rupert Go- from NBC Whooper, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg, whatever her name is, asked if white people need to get beaten up for police reform to occur. Do the white people need to get beaten up in order for police reform to occur? Watch this. When will the brutality finally lead to some police reform from the ground up? Because clearly... It doesn't matter if it's a white policeman or a black policeman. It is a problem in the police and the policing itself. You know, seems things don't seem to make sense to people unless it's somebody they can feel or they can recognize. Mm -hmm. But how many times do we have to do we need to see white people also get beaten before anybody will do anything? Wow. See how they believe white people superior. She's lying, first of all. And white people are getting beaten. By the blacks, ain't nothing being done. Ain't nothing being done. Why not say, where will the blacks pull themselves together, stop running from the cops, stop committing a crime, stop carjacking, stop the mess, obey the cops when they're stopped? They're not trying to help the blacks. And I don't blame them. You're responsible for you. I am not responsible for you. No one is but yourself. As an adult, 
As parents, you're responsible for your children. And the people sitting there with Rufa, yeah, that's right. Nobody corrected her. I thought she was going to move away from this country when the Great White Hope became president. What happened? 888-775-3773. James is out of Canada. James, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Jesse, much love to you, your crew, your country. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Really grateful for you guys. Uh, since it's Bible Thumper Thursday, I thought I'd call in and follow up on something you asked me to think about. Okay. Okay. So I know you get this question a lot. It's it's about how Christ is, in my uh, understanding of it, all God and all man. My thinking is, if if he's not all God and all man, then God isn't, he's off the hook for redeeming us. Like, if you have a great person like Socrates or someone, and they die, that's noble. But it doesn't give us eternal life. Only God can give us eternal life. And then that would require that his son be all God and all man. And what do you mean by all God and all man? First, what is all man concerning Jesus? Where'd you get that from? Well, this is what happened the last time we spoke. I, I thought that there might have been a, a breakdown in language, right? So then I really wanted to reflect on what you said, because I really respect you. Uh, I guess, okay, let's, you, you know when, um, when Christ is talking to the Samaritan woman? He says, I who speak to you am he, God. So according to your logic... We like you wouldn't say you are your dad, right? No. So in a like manner, Christ is saying he he he's saying he is God. But where did you so get he, the idea where he says? And I want to come back to that too. But where did you get where he said you're all man and you're all God? Where where did you get that from? Well, I know you're not a big fan of. Um, uh, what, like others telling you, but it, the the Bible can be a dangerous book if people just read it on their own terms. So it's it's from church councils from the past that determined when people were questioning whether or not God was more just um, one uh, pole where he was God and or another pole where he was just a human. And through the centuries, they kind of ironed that out and determined in order for his sacrificial work, providing us with eternal life to make a difference, it's clear he's totally God and totally man, because that's the only way for us to have eternal life, and the only way for the Trinity to remain, actually. Because I'd... the human part of him died, and the God part of him remained eternal with the Holy Spirit and with God. So where you get the idea that Christ is all man and all God? Because it's not clear what you're saying right now. Make it simple for me. Where did you get the idea, and what does that mean to be all man and all God? Okay, well, what does it mean to you for Christ to be all man? No, answer my question. Well, it, but it would help to I never said that. I never said Christ was all man. And I oh. never said that he was all God. That's what I'm asking you. Where did you get that from, and what does that oh, mean? We're, we might be talking past each other. So do you believe that Jesus Christ is God? Where did you get the idea that Jesus is all man and all God? Where did that come from, and what does that mean? Oh, it's from the Bible. Where in the it's Bible from, does it say that? Well, okay, Christ, Christ embodies God. In John, it said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He, capital H, was in the beginning with God. And so where do you get that Christ is all man and all God out of the Bible? Where is that? Well, there's several. Like, I just read you one. The, the, that did not say uh, we that went, Christ we is all the, man or all God. 
Okay. And I'm I just trying to understand it. All I'm trying to do is to get an understanding because I don't know where that came from, and it doesn't make sense, and no one has ever made it make sense. So, first of all, what does that mean, Christ is all man? It means, like us, he's totally a human being. And because God is capable of miraculous feats through eternity, he needed his son, he willed that his son be totally God and totally man, in order that he remain eternal while doing sacrificial work on the cross that we deserved. And where did you get all that from? be all man. Where are you getting all that from, you just said? Well, there's past church councils, and there's uh, the actual reading of the Bible that says, that God, like Christ, operated, but like he added him. Nowhere he had in the Bible, he, there's nowhere in the Bible where God, Christ said he was God. Well, that's that's where you and I disagree. I think he just Where he in just the Bible where Christ said that he is God? Well, I, we've, we went through this before, so I don't want to go in circles. Right. But he, the, the religious authorities were really angry because he said that he is God. Where and, did he say, I am God? He says that when he's talking to the Pharisees. Where? And he says, uh, well, we went through this last time, but you said to me that, that it didn't, wasn't up to snuff. Where, <laughs> where in the Bible? Well, <laughs> it's in John. I think it's in John when he says, I and the Father are one, when he's, on, when he's just before he does his atoning work. And then that makes them incensed. He said, because me and saying, my Father are one. Did he say, I'm one? He said he and someone else are one, right? Yeah, he, he says. And so if I, he were before, God, would he just say, I'm God? He did. In the, it, we have to put ourselves in the sandals of the people at the time. He said. Um, we have to do what? Like in the Hebrew. Like we've got we've to be mindful of the Hebrew culture at the time. And they knew their scriptures really well, right? And it was understood when when Moses speaks with God, that he says, um, I am who I am, right? And Christ says, speaking to his, as a human being, eternal, God... You're not making any sense, I am, before ask, the beginning of time, let, I am he. He says it in Hebrew. Let me ask, did the Pharisee think Jesus was claiming he was God, or did Jesus actually say or claim that he was God? Or did the Pharisees think that? The, Christ said that to them, and then the Pharisees were incensed because to them that's Christ Pharisee. never said to the Pharisee, I'm God. Why are you he saying said, that? Well, we, we went through this last time. Okay, so here's another question. So I'm asking I, you, I, I, I don't know what else to tell you other than that. Where did the Pharisees right think on, that Jesus was claiming to be God, or did Jesus say, I'm God? Christ said, I'm God. Where? He echoed. Where did he say that? Well, we mentioned this the last time. We, we All he the said last was, I, I am. He didn't say he was God. Yeah, and I am. Okay, if you go back to Moses in Exodus, right? He speaks to God, and God says, when, with the, when he like, takes the form of a burning bush, he says, I am that I am, right? I am has sent me to you. So that's... That's the way that Hebrews would understand God being who God is. In different words, they would use different language. What good is it doing you to believe it, all this mess? Well, well, God gave us uh, the ability to... No, what good is it doing you to believe all this mess? Well, eternal life, Jesse. This is something that concerns me because I love you. You have eternal life? And I'm concerned that if they believe that Christ is anything other than all God and all man, they're in danger of falling into traps like um, Islam that says that Christ is not Christ, he's Isa, and he's just a... You have eternal uh, life? Thanks be to Christ, yes. And, and what's eternal life? Uh, well, that's what God wills for us, and is necessary. In a, it can only be possible through accepting what that, is it? Christ, that Christ made the atoning work at the cross. What is eternal that, life? Uh, it's, a, it's a way of living that's in harmony with the Word, embodied in Christ, that 
results in us living in harmony with how God always wanted us to live that we rebelled against. You have eternal life. Well, officially when I'm dead, but I have one foot in eternity and one foot in this fallen world. And Christ, as long as I stay close to him, and his grasp is stronger on me than mine on him. What? So you're uh, living in hell and to... heaven? Well, there's a lot of hell in this world, right? But Are you living guess... in hell and heaven? Well, no, not hell, but I'm in a fallen world where there's you a devil that's trying to foot... bring as many people down to hell as you possible. You say you have one foot in in the earth, I think, and one foot in heaven. Are you living in hell and and heaven? Well, I wouldn't say hell because that's where people are have to go if they re- keep rebelling against God. So, are you living so in heaven? I wouldn't heaven? say hell. I would say that God gave us through Calvary eternal life, Who but is he Calvary? hasn't. His, the second coming hasn't happened yet. Who is Calvary? Oh, Calvary at the cross. That one of the preachers. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the cross, right? Where where Christ Calvary, did his atoning work for us. Lord, I, I like to hear people sing. I love it. So, so this yeah, the, the the uh oh, God bless you, Jesse. I just I really want people James, to believe James, that James, we do have James, heaven awaiting James, us, but it requires James. that we Hey James. Jesse. James, can you hear me calling you? Yep. Um, you have eternal life? In Christ, yes. And what but is that? The second coming and hasn't happened yet. What is that? When you say in Christ, what do you mean? Well, Jesus Christ is the only way that human beings have what an ability to... What do you mean to... when you say you have eternal life in Christ? What do you mean? What does Jay mean? How do you have eternal life in Christ? What do you mean by that? Eternity is hard for us to wrap our minds around. It's not, it's, it has no beginning and no end. So you and have something that you don't know that what it is? Well, I, I, I don't want to compare myself. I don't want to say I have the mind of God. How so do you no, know? I can't, I can't How completely do you know wrap my mind you have around. eternal life and you don't even know what it is? Well, I'm saying because it relates to the word eternal, that means no beginning or no end. How do you know you have eternal life if you don't even know what it is? Because I can apprehend that God is eternal. But how can and you I, apprehend it and you don't know what it is? Well, okay, then I'll just say it's, it means no beginning or no end. No, you say you have eternal life. What is eternal life? Life that has no, be, that has no beginning and no end. That, not, that doesn't make any sense at all, what you're saying. Well, it's the how life you, that's bigger how than... How do you know you have eternal life? Because of Jesus Christ, because of God. But how do you know you have, not what Jesus did, but how do you know you have eternal life? Uh, my understanding is the only way that one can have eternal life is in Christ, and because of Him do, giving me that gift, and through His Word, and through His Holy Spirit, through His work at the cross, James. He allows me to understand what eternal life is. But James, did and, you, you just say that you can't have the mind of God? No, like kind of like how an animal can't have the mind of a human being. Why you can't have the mind of can't. Why can't you have the mind of God? Because God is we're not God. Like we're, we're there's a creatureliness to us. We're not Do you have the mind limited. of Christ? We can't be that. I thought I interrupted you. We can't have such uh I mean God is the alpha and the omega. We can't begin to understand Do you uh, have the entirely. mind of Christ? Yeah, thanks be to Calvary. Yeah, Do you, who is Calvary? Is that a preacher in Canada? Jesus's work on the cross. Do, so, do you have the mind of Christ? I would say, yeah, I would say I have the mind of Christ, but I'm not God. Did you go to a seminary? Yes. Yeah. Oh no wonder. Are you white? <laughs> yes. I don't call myself white, but yeah, I'm white. No wonder you're so intellectual, man. What? Uh, but I understand it. I understand it, James. James, oh, thank you. You, Jesse. you too, buddy. Call me again, all right? Much love to you and all the all your colleagues. Thank you, buddy. You too. I got to take a quick break. Back in a moment. You know, I'm 32 years old now, and I've been I, I've been clinically depressed since I was 17 years old. 
And ever since I started listening to you a couple of months ago, bro, I don't even need to hear the word depression. I don't even care about that because that's not anything that I identify with anymore. Nice. I'm 100% cured. I'm 100% better because I've been listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show. And I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you. And I just can't even, you know, begin to tell you how much I really appreciate the things that you're doing for young men. Young men need to hear this. And young men need to know this message that you're delivering because it's important. It's vital to their lives, Jesse. I just wanted to let you know that, man. That's amazing. I mean, you made my day, man. When I hear one soul has returned to the Father, it's like a thousand. It's better than and gold. So God bless you, man. Seven seven five three seven seven three eight 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 seven seven Jesse J S S E Hake Report is coming up at the top of this hour. The Hake Report dot com. The Hake from nine to eleven AM Pacific time. Men's form tonight at seven PM. The first Thursday of every month. And the third Thursday of the month. Excuse me. The third Thursday of the month for ladies only. And Sunday mornings for everybody and their mama. What the? Brand new episode of the Father's State tomorrow as well. If the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. An amazing conversation with Pastor Mark Burns. I had no idea what he had gone through. I was surprised when the conversation took off in that way. It was an amazing talk. He is the CEO of the Now Television Network and is known as Trump's top pastor. Watch this. Next time on The Fallen State. I was one of the first pastors to support Donald Trump's run for president. I had so much hate, not by white people, but by my own people. They will find a way to vilify you. I'm apparently a leader now of a new cult. The ones that were too closer to you turn on you. I felt a little bit like Jesus. Does a chicken have lips? I'm not as astute in animals, but I love to eat chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Tomorrow at 12 noon Pacific time, and then at 4 p.m. tomorrow, the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. Nick Stream. Nick Stream on YouTube there. The Inca Baby Show at 4 p.m. Pacific time. All right? Busy, busy, busy tomorrow. If the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. Let me go to um, um. Let's see here. I forgot where I was. Uh, let me go to Austin, Texas, and talk to Gabe. Gabe, thanks for calling. Thanks for holding you on the air. Hey, no worries, Jesse. And uh, first and foremost, God bless you, man. In Jesus' name, you're awesome, man. You totally changed my whole perspective on a lot of things, man, and I really appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, sir, uh, I just wanted to touch base on a couple of things. You know, it is Bible with Thumper Thursday. <laughs> That's right. And, um, you know, and, and on the last caller, man, I think he was, you know, he, he's confused, man, and, you know, I don't want to judge anybody or anything, but, you know, I think um, what he was trying to say, you know, I know, you know, God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they're not one thing. They're all different. 
Jesus is God's son. And, uh, but, you know, I think what he was trying to say was that in John, I think it was John 17, 3, he says that believing in Christ and believing what he did means eternal life and confessing with your, with your mouth, you know, that, that he is and, uh, did what he said he, he, he did and, and believe in what he did for us, uh, means eternal life. You think that's what James from Canada meant? I think that's what he was trying trying to say. Uh, he's he's a little bit more confused though, man, because I mean he thinks that God is Jesus and and vice versa, but which is not because then Jesus would never said to not to pray to me to pray to my Father through me. It's it's like you know God's the the house, and you know he has a key, and Jesus is the key to enter that house. You know, but the kingdom is within us, and that's why we have to accept him in our heart. When uh, you said that if we believe uh, what Jesus said and did, that we will have eternal life, you said that? Uh, yes, yes, sir. And what does that mean, eternal life? Um, eternal life, I think it means that when, um, you know, we're all we're all going to die, you know. I mean, not, not all, but most are going to die. Um, due to the Armageddon, according to Revelation. And there we're all we're going to get judged based on, you know, the things that we did here on Earth, if it was for our own ego or it was for God. And uh, there is a second death, and that second death is death, and that's it. You know, there is no resurrection after that. There is no living in the You spirit. say the second death is death? Eternally. I'm sorry? Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't hear you. You say that the second death is death? Is death, yes. What, it, when you say the second death, you. what is the second death? Uh, the second death is, well, because we're going to get resurrected, and <clears throat> according to Revelations, we're going to get resurrected, and we're going to get, and we're going to be judged based on the things that we did here on Earth. And when you say, is there a first death? The first death is dying here on Earth, yes, sir. And then the second death is what? Is after we get resurrected, we're going to be judged. And if we, according to our deeds here on Earth, whatever we did, either for ourselves or for God, is going to is going to base our eternity living in the new world, or it's going to be death. And that's it. He's going to destroy. And all so we we get all that from. That's in Revelation, sir. And that's what it means. How, how do you know that's what it's talking about? Well, that that means that's what it says. I mean, and and I'm going based on what it right. says. I yeah. Mean, no, I understand. I'm not the most smartest man in the world, sir. I'm nice. Just, that's why I'm asking you. Uh, you're you're a lot more wiser than I am, sir. And and uh, like I said, I, I really respect you and your views. So. And what's that's, your what's your question I'm, for me? I'm asking. Gabe, you say, did you have a question for me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, sir. I, oh, actually, uh, also, I was going to ask you, um, the guy before that, he had said something about, um, uh, he was referring to what Daniel had said about, uh, you know, uh, about God, about Jesus, I'm sorry, saying, you know, to God, why did you forsake me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, that's also in Matthew, and that's also in Mark. Okay. And I think he did, you know, and it says that, but I think it was because he was in the flesh, and he was making us understand, you know, that we all got to go through that, but eventually God is going to take hold and make things right, just like he showed us on the cross, sir. Amazing. Is I'm... that true? I mean, how do, how do you feel about that, sir? Um, About... God, when Christ said, why have thou forsaken me? Yes, sir. Do you think that that's um, because, you know, he was in the flesh and he was dwelling with the pain? And then, you know, that was his example of showing the people that <clears throat> what's going to happen. And eventually we are going to die and and be uh, resurrected and, and uh, live again in the spirit. Do you do you ever or have do or have you ever felt lonely? Uh, I have, yes, sir, in the past. And have you felt depressed? <clears throat> I have, 
Yes, sir. And did it feel like God was with you? At the time, or, or did it, it feel it like felt, He had forsaken you? That 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 was my point, sir. It, it, it felt like He had forsaken me at, at certain times before my faith was as good as it is now. Right, and so could it could it be that Christ was talking about the same thing? That's exactly what I was trying to say to you, sir. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. And and he had to go through everything that we are going through so that we can overcome it. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you so much, sir. God bless you, sir. And uh, I wish you have a wonderful day. You too, man. Thanks for calling me, all right? Yes, sir. Okay. Bye-bye. Right now. Uh, 888-775-3773. I'm typing my staff a note. Um, let me see here. Let me go to Craig out of Louisiana. Craig, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Oh, Uncle Jesse, my brother, my brother. I have a... I have a testimony you won't believe. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I'm sure you'll believe it, but it's but it's but it's so beautiful. So you so every now and then like a call will call in, particularly women and you'll say uh are you doing the uh are you doing the silent prayer? Do try the silent prayer for 2 weeks and, you know, get back to me. Um so let me just say right up Jump Street on the first the first time I Come did it. Come back to your phone, get uh Craig. Yes, sir. Okay, so go the ahead. The first time I did it, I I um I felt like uh, like a new person. I um, and so long story short, before that, I was um, into porn constantly, uh, keeping it on the download for my wife, trying to keep her from finding out. And uh, I could feel inside something wasn't right because you know um, the word doesn't say anything about doing something you're ashamed of. And uh, I, I guess it took for her to leave. For a couple of weeks, go back to where she's from. She had to get a surgery, so I guess it took. God had to remove her out the picture. Sad to say, but God had to remove her out the picture temporarily, um, so I can completely uh, rearrange my life. And <laughs> what a uh, what a feeling! And it's uh, uh, and it's something I do now. Uh, and I will tell you um, one more thing. Uh, my mother, she suffered from anger for years and years, and uh, she used to put it all on me. But since we've been doing this, there's been that that hasn't even come up. There's no anger, no fighting. Um, me, my daughter, and uh, my mother, we've been doing this every night together, and um, it's something I can't wait to share with my son, my wife, whenever they come back. I did it with my brother, uh, and this is someone who's never prayed was only going to church once or twice, and it was with me. Um, and I saw for the first time, I, 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 I mean, maybe I've seen him smile, but this was the first time I, I saw his face light up like a, uh, like a Christmas tree, and I was like, who face, wow, like this is... Uh, who face did you see? So, and... Uh, Craig, one, and, and, Craig. Yes, sir. You say you saw who face light up? Oh, well, everyone, but, you know, I mean, I've seen my daughter and my mother smile before, but I've never seen my brother smile. Oh, but, okay. I got you. Yeah, but I just said, but I just said, just one time, I just said, I just want everybody to be gathered with me just once, and uh, and I want us to all do this. And and it was like everyone experienced, like, it was like a, it was a sense of euphoria. And it was a feeling never felt, and uh, now I don't get thoughts, uh, actually, before this, and, uh, and, uh, and 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 I'll leave it at this because I'm sure you got other callers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So so before this, I was uh, I was just dragging. I was just praying. God, where do I belong? Because come back to your phone, Craig. Craig, come back to your phone. Yeah, and, and I was just asking God, where do I belong? It was it was just always a racing thought. But since this, I don't really think about it. I don't. In fact, I don't think about it at all. Um, if people cut me off in traffic, I used to. Ride their tails, but it just—it's not even a thought now. And uh, uh, I saw a guy. He, uh, so he's an American living in Russia, and uh, he's talking about building an American village. And like I wasn't even searching for it, but it just happened to find me. Right so, on, Craig. Listen, I uh, gotta run because of so time. Don't think, Craig. Everybody, do the silent prayer. God bless. Thank, thank you, thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right, it's amazing. It's okay, amazing. Thank uh, you. Amazing. 
888-777-5373. Let me go to Tony out of California. Tony, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, Jesse. How are you today? All is well, Tony. Yes. I was calling to, to get your opinion on, you say, forgive your earthly father so the heavenly father can forgive you. Right. But I also see in the uh, scriptures that say that Jesus, when he's returned, that he going to not bring peace he could bring division between the mother and the daughter and the father against the son. So can you explain your uh, understanding of why Jesus will bring division and not peace? Like you said, forgive your father and forgive your mother, like you always preach. Division is not hate. You know that, right? I didn't say hate, sir. What did you say? I said he gonna bring division. Oh, that gonna be the bad. It gonna be a the father against the mother. I mean, father against the daughter, daughter against the father, father against mother against the son. Well, don't That's you division is? Will you have you heard some of the callers call in and say uh, they went and forgave their mothers and and once in a while their fathers and they, they turned on them. I that the mother people, that they, the they, mother they, would yeah. turn on them. Yeah, uh, that's, well, that's, that's that's dividing the hate from the love because when you go and forgive, your heart changed. God changed your heart from hate to love, but then when you go to your mother and others who still have anger, that's when the division is there because the darkness hate the light, so the darkness can no longer be around the light. Okay, so let me ask you this, Justin: when you and that when you was born into this world, why would you forgive your mother for bringing you into this world and raising you, clothing you, feeding you, and educating you? Why would you forgive her? That's what I'm trying to. That's the thing I can't understand. You said forgive your mother because oh, when did you one. hear me say what? forgive your mother for feeding you and clothing you? She was supposed to do that. I never okay, said someone. Should, I never said someone should forgive you, her mother, their so mother why, for that. So why do we Where'd have you to get that idea? Where'd you get that idea from? So why do we have to forgive? Where did you get that idea from? Where did you get? Where did you get that idea from that you need to forgive them for doing what they were supposed to do? Okay, that's my question to you, Jesse. They raised you the best way they knew how. That's right. And once you become an adult. It's your responsibility to do your thing. Right. Don't blame. Don't do. Don't point, Don't look back and point back at your mother or your father for your failure. So you don't look want you, uh, you. You don't want people to forgive. Forgive for what? You don't want for people you to, up in this world. You don't for want you up into this world. Who said anything about raising you up in the world? Yes, it. You always talk. Every day, forgive your mother because she's the Right, evil but when have you heard me say, forgive your mother for raising you up in the world? When have you heard me say anything like that? That's it. Okay, you haven't said that, but you always so I haven't said that. Why? I haven't why said that. I haven't said that. Why are you saying that I said it? Okay, well, I'm asking you, why are you forgiving your You're mother? You're not answering for- that question. Why yes, are I you am? saying I'm that? Asking. And I've never said that. Okay, Justin. You might not say that verbatim, Tony, word for word, Tony. But your meaning is, Tony. She brought you up in this world, Tony, and she made you the way you Tony. are, Tony. Yeah. Why have? Why are you saying I said that? I never said that. Okay, I, Jesse. Didn't I? Don't don't go on this roller coaster again with me, Jesse. Didn't you say forgive your mother because she's the evil one? Did I say forgive your mother because she brought you up in this world? No, you didn't say that. But so why, why are you, you so, saying so why, I said it? So let me ask you this, Justin. Why, why are you saying I said it? You're not answering because that question. you said it every day. You said Tony, I never said that. Come on, now you're going to back up about this, Justin. You can't wiggle yourself about this one because you say it every day. Forgive your mother because she's the evil one. Did I say forgive she your mother because she brought you up problem. in this world? She took care of you? You said, you said, Tony, she brings you up to your father. Tony, yes. Did I say forgive your mother because she brought you up in this world? 
No, you said forgive your mother because she brought you against your father. Right. So why are you saying something else then? Wait a minute, Jesse. Come on. Still Answer that me, for me. So, why why are you saying? Tony, Tony, why are you saying I said something else other than what I said? Okay. You said, why are you saying forgive your mother then? Tony, answer she that question. You don't understand. I'm responding to something you said. I'm asking. I'm, I'm, no, you try to do this. You try to do this. Bye, Tony. Josh is out of Georgia. Bye, Tony. Josh, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse. How you doing, man? All is well, sir. How are you? I'm doing fine. Doing well, fine. I was calling to answer the biblical question. There is a secret place inside of you that does not feel pain or feel good or feel bad or anything, where is that place? I, I'd say it's in the belly, in my belly or stomach area. And um, the reason I say that is because it's, it's um, I know that food is like my greatest vice the hardest advice for me to overcome is something like um, spiritual about food with me because I, I know my mom is always trying to feed me and get me to eat ever since I was a kid. And, you know, my girlfriends have always been trying to, like, feed me. And it's like when I eat, it it um, it numbs my conscience, you know, or it, it, it can work to numb that 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 place that you're talking about in the biblical question. So it also seems like um, the the ego is also in my stomach and it's, it's trying to displace that part of me that's um, that you're talking about in the biblical question, that quiet part. Amazing. So I feel fear deep in my stomach as well. I feel um, heartache in my stomach as well because it's trying to replace that part. So I say it's in my stomach. Well, I appreciate you responding, Josh. I'll put my little two cents in on Sunday. Thank you for that, man. All right. No problem. Thanks for the question, man. All right, buddy. Super chat. Super, super. Super chat. Super chats. Yes, sir. Let me see your shirt. What? uh, My (laughs) shirt. Men's conference. That's from the I old mean, school. Too. I mean, men's meeting tonight. That's right. Men's forum tonight. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. The OG 90s. All That's right. That's what we first, one of our first designs 30 years ago. Nice. Amazing. Classic. Yeah. All right. For on D-Live with a diamond from Lisa from Texas. Hey, Lisa. Staying present is eternal life. Thank you. I appreciate it, Lisa. Amazing. And on D-Live with a couple of diamonds from Lin Yin Chen. That whitish thumper has no sapience. It hurts. Intelligence has to die to build intellect thumping. Thank you. Appreciate that. And from the you, not you on Streamlabs. Righteous anger is anger with a reason slash purpose. It can be found in the King James Version of Matthew 5.22. Jesus said, But I say unto you, Whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. Is Jesus wrong? Amazing. Thank you. And one from Soul Conscious on Streamlabs. Jesse, that biblical question got me high. <laughs> My answer is the secret place inside of you that does not feel pain or heartache or anything. Where's that place? The real you never feels pain in the presence of God out of the imagination. Amazing. Thank you. And thank you so much. Thank you all. Amazing. I can't believe these three hours are gone just like that. The Hake Report is coming up now. The Hake, H-A-K-E, report.com. I am told out of time, Hake is from 9 to 11. Next two hours is Hake. Um, 
Men's Forum tonight, guys. See you at 7 p.m. Become your own man. Become your own woman. Your own man. Your own woman. You can be free right here on earth. You got to overcome the intellect, though. You can't hold on to it. It's of the devil. The, the knowledge must die, all right? Do the silent prayer. Stay aware. Keep the body with the mind. The mind with the body. And you'll be fine. Have a good one, folks. Amazing. Take care. I know we can have faith in the unseen While we stand up and get back to the way we were designed to be Stand up, stand up, we got fighting to do We gotta show him who boss He put a viking in you He put that lightning in you Igniting the truth But you beg and blame and lie and hate And never wanna stand for the truth So what you planning to do? You understand in the loop You better go talk to your mama Better stop at the drama Better drop all the trauma Boy, you better stand up and up Put your hand up and hut Cause if you don't then we lose And then we gotta hear the fake news Whoa Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer, and I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it, and then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back because anyone and all people who has anger, they're not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself so that you can see who you're angry at. And if you're doing the hooping and hollering prayers and things like that, some people get up, oh, praise the Lord, hooping and hollering, bless my mama, bless my daddy. Continue to do it. Do both. You will see if you want to stay with the hooping and hollering or do you want to be still and know God. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Like, my cousin, like, couldn't meet you, and I, I thank him for that. It was more of a, you know, he thinks the whole, like, every, everything's a joke. That just adds a little spice to it. But in the heart of what you're saying, yeah. there is real things going on. Yeah. People want to overlook that, and I'm telling you, Mr. Peterson, I'm not one of those people. And I thank God that, you know, he showed you to me, and sometimes we just need some dressing in our lives, I guess. Man, you I wish we had more brothers like you. We need more brothers like you. This because a lot of we don't have more most guys that can, you know, stand lead black people into the right direction. And I thank you for that because a lot of people will be like, Man, it's still going on, it's racism. Yeah. And I try to tell them, like, watch his show, listen to this brother. He's telling the truth. Take no thought about tomorrow. Yesterday doesn't exist. And you're gonna see, man, God is with us and all is yeah. well.
So everybody, hope you enjoyed it. A nice Bible Thumper Thursday. Thank you, JLP, Nick and Hassan, making it happen every day. And shout out to